But you're telling me I'm just a friend. You're telling me I'm just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Oh, baby, you. Got what I need. Got what I need. But you say I'm just a friend. Say I'm just a friend. But you friend. say I'm just a friend. Saying I'm just a hey. Hey. We out here. We want to know. Ooh, just a friend. The classics, the classics. They say you just a friend. Man. They say you. Scholar P, anybody told you you just a friend? Oh, man. Many a, <laughs> many a time. But you know what? That might be okay. It might just be, bro. It That's, might just be. We're we going to get into it today, y'all. So, uh, welcome to Brewing Black. Welcome. My name is T. Shaw. And I'm Scholar P. And welcome. Yes, yes. So, for those of you who might not know, Brewing Black is a show that um, is looking at black popular culture on a national level and a level that deals with the city of angels here mm. in LA mm. and right here at UCLA. LA, right so we're yes. gonna be digging into it right yeah shout this, out to the black Bruins. let's go this is where black academics meets pop culture okay yes. um also for those for those listening we want to uh say shout out to those who are listening on spotify those who might catch us on youtube make sure you follow us at at brewing black yes. on instagram on twitter and we're and that's our youtube handle right the anchor gang yes too. yes yes go let's <laughs> go the anchor the anchor um, so Tisha, let's let's uh, shout out our our land acknowledgments real quick. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, again, we we do this every week, but we want to make sure it's important to do it every time, every day we wake up, honestly, exactly. to uh, acknowledge that the land that y'all own. Um, here in Los Angeles, we're here on the land of the Gabrielino and the Tongva, and again, this is stolen land, and we just want to always pay our respects. But I want to implore y'all to uh, look and find out what land um who previously owned that land and pay your own respects exactly exactly and and as we we sort of think about that um and me and tisha were talking about this earlier um it's it's one thing to not only be acknowledge acknowledge the land that you stand on and how and how it wasn't yours but also to be thankful that you're able to live and breathe on the land and th- that you have life in yes, and of itself right absolutely um and so absolutely. yeah yeah and so you know it's been sort of a, a trendy thing or it's turned into a trendy thing but we really want to take the time to acknowledge uh brianna taylor mm-hmm. um and 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 tisha what what are your thoughts about what's been going on because i've seen a lot of like different instagram memes and twitter memes and posts about it um but but what are sort of the pros and cons around something like that i think the pro is that like her story is not forgotten right, right. i think that like brianna taylor as me as well as many black women that have been killed by the police their stories aren't often lifted up as much as the men right um and I think that they're often forgot about. So I think that they, that is a positive for sure. But I think that one of the negatives is that it has been kind of memefied. Mm-hmm. It has been um, kind of reduced to a saying more than us understanding what we're actually saying. I think we keep saying that, like things is like, oh, it's Sunday. And what does Sunday stand for? And they break down the letters and it's like, oh, arrest all the Breonna Taylor's killers. And it's like. Yeah, that's just dope. But then there's people that's commodifying that too. They're putting it on hats. They're putting it on shirts and different things like that. And it's becoming just like a catchphrase rather than like an action that we're moving towards. It's right. like, yeah, we do need to arrest Breonna Taylor's killers. And they have been 
free for this long um but we also need to uh, arrest the person that wrote the uh that signed off on the warrant the person that asked for the warrant all of that everybody needs to be implicated exactly. but i think um it's just important to show that like what what are the steps that we're actually doing um to to move forward and getting justice exactly and you know what t, t like you were saying i feel like i've even gotten caught up in that this week where i've been like oh like they got the jeopardy thing it says you know get uh brianna taylor's killers and all yeah, that stuff yeah. but it's like i'll see that and like maybe i'll share it maybe i'll find uh, one of my one of my own to post on my page yeah. but then i don't make any calls i don't yeah. make a list i don't even figure out the names of all the people involved and galvanize people to make calls calls to yeah. the authorities and stuff like that yeah. so it gets tough yeah absolutely i think we're just falling a little short but we're doing more work than we usually do. And I think right. that, like, it's kind of talking about, like, uh, last week when we were thinking about um, what we could do, be doing to support black women. It's like right. we were raising awareness around um, Toyin, but it's like we weren't doing the other work. So it's like exactly. we, we just need to take that next step. And I think that we all can be doing that as a community. Exactly, exactly. And so um, as, as we continue to remember remember uh, Breonna Taylor, um, think about the next steps now, right? Absolutely. Like we're, now we get people, we're keeping people engaged. We're keeping people we're keeping her on people's minds but now what are those next steps yes. what are those things to take it to the next level because folks we are more than capable look at everything that's been happening these past few weeks we are more than capable one, one thing that me and t shaw talk about is the radical imagination yes. right and so we're going to keep pushing that, that yeah. right right so uh also for for everyone who's tuning in tell us tell us some ways that you feel like we should continue to push um the action forward in terms of getting justice for brianna taylor yeah. um, I, I know we got a, a few a few different types of folks in here um we might even have some law enforcement in, in there uh so shout out to y'all so y'all let us know too um but with that being said uh we're we're gonna get into something that me and t shaw like to call our light, light roast. roast okay Ooh. and for those of you who all who don't know our light roast is when we sort of show someone um or give someone some critique for some stuff that they did um mm -hmm. but we then try to show love and uh, and understanding as well right and so we're going to start off with love today and we're going to start off by talking about um you know a, a motivational piece right so um i i, I want to say that the motivational piece, piece is your health is an investment not an expense all right once again your health is an investment and not an expense right oh. so um i guess what that what that means to me is that you know sometimes you have to make make these uh sacrifices so that you can have um even more and gain even more in the future right yes, and so sir. when we think about health like what are the things that you're eating what are the things that you're watching what are the things that you're doing and saying that's that seem like a sacrifice now yes. but it's going to make your life better or more sustainable in the future yeah right tisha what does this mean to you i think that i think uh, all the time the time is money right and that like we have such limited time to what we can put toward things and i think that like we with our free time we'd like to be yes for more or less like we like to be on uh, the couch watching netflix eating junk food different things like that but it's just like health is wealth too and it's right. like so if health is wealth and we got to put our time and money in, uh, into like our bodies i think that like I've taken today I woke up and I did some yoga and it's like I could have laid in bed a little longer I could have felt I, I like I don't know you want to relax a little bit but right. like I know that that makes my body feel good and it makes me feel better like moving better throughout my day um, I went on a hike yesterday with a good friend I um, just have been more out and about and I think that like taking care of your body is an investment and it might feel like an expense either time energy money but it pays off in the long run. And exactly. I think we always have to remember that. Exactly. Exactly. And 
um, y'all y'all were listening to what you're what you're saying. Um, so th- so Tisha, going going off what you said, that the health is about the long run, right? Mm-hmm. And you and you start to make these sacrifices, right? So mm-hmm. like going going off that, Natalie, um, shout shout to shout to you, Natalie, for this question. Um, we were talking about Breonna Taylor and sort of commodifying this thing, right? But as we think about this idea of health and things that are better for the long run than the short run, yeah. How do we think about the? Because for those of you all who, who don't know, Natalie asked us what what we think about organizations renaming things that are inappropriate in their process as opposed to changing processes that are damaging to black folks in the first place Mm -hmm. so like airbnbs and other like real estate real estate companies don't want to use the word master (laughs) when describing their rooms and stuff like that but they still want to have those policies where where they might be more discriminatory towards black people and other people of color Mm -hmm. in other ways right Mm -hmm. and so black people getting police called on them for checking into their own airbnb and things like that right right and so i think you you make a really great point because i think that once again this is about basic human rights first right this isn't about changing a name if you change a name but people are still discriminating against uh, against you and hurting you systemically then what does that that change is like it's performative absolutely you know yeah it's it's focusing on symptoms i think that we have that problem we stay focusing on just symptoms rather than getting to the root getting to the disease of what we see as the problem right right exactly exactly so so we and we also want to know what you all uh think about this as well right so is uh, how how do these organizations take it take it to the next step right so like we were saying before next steps Mm -hmm. next steps Mm -hmm. next steps right so now you're not calling things master in your real estate organization (laughs) but like that was never the biggest problem to begin with right like oppressed people know what's symbolic and we know what's actually genuine absolutely Right. It's just like how everyone's um, talking about these people playing um, black characters and Asian characters voicing them and they're white people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a problem. It might not be the most pressing problem. Y'all could defund the police. Like, I would rather y'all do that right now. We can get to that in like a month to a year to two years. I don't really care. Like, exactly. I might just not consume that media. Right. Like, I, that's cool with me. Exactly. Exactly. And the, and then even in the entertainment stuff, why don't you give? Why don't you? If, if you don't want, if you want to take out this idea of masters, um, then why why are you making black artists buy their buy their masters back? Ooh. If we want to talk about that, you know Ooh. what I'm saying. Um, that's 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 a different type of thing, right? So let let's let's think about that, because um, <laughs> that's systemic change. That's giving people ownership, absolutely. Right? If you want to do something big, so yes. we want you all to continue to think about these uh, next these next steps, right? Um, and yeah, then, he makes a good point. He yeah. says that these changes, these name changes, and these different these little symptomatic changes are just feel good things it is good distractions it's like hey look we're making progress it was like the ncaa came out and said that they wouldn't be hosting any um ncaa championships in mississippi um and everyone was like yeah go ncaa but it's like i really sat there i was like well they never have any NCAA championships Ooh. in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone go to Mississippi for an NCAA championship? They would never have it there because there's no real big cities that are drawing people. Right. If it's in the South, it would be in Atlanta or it would be in like Dallas right. or it would be in Florida, like Miami. Like Those are where the championships are often even held. Like We can be talking about like the... Uh, the the basketball tournament they don't even have like little basketball tournament games in like mississippi like right. so it sounds good 
but there's nothing really actually happening right right and, and you definitely have to be able to know and tell the difference right yeah. so like knowing when something's performative versus versus knowing when things are happening systemically so like for ncaa athletes like well why don't you start paying these athletes when, who are putting their bodies that on part. the line for you right that part who are, who are risking it all and, that and, part. and some of them can't even continue school if they don't have those those athletic scholarships exactly. right so like Think we want to push y'all to continue to take it to the next level, yes. right? Continue to push yourselves and thinking about what what this activism activism actually like looks like on a systemic level, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, and so y'all continue to tell us your thoughts on how we continue to push these organizations further. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much for kicking us off. Um, and also, Mike, Mike, uh, appreciate you sort of talking about this idea of like feel good sentiment. Yeah. Um, but with that being said. The reason we were talking about helping in investment is because, as you all might know, um, there are a lot of there are a few states where the coronavirus uh, has actually spiked. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about flattening the curve, but flattening the curve usually means that it, the, the, the curve and the, the actual line where it's being flattened is lower. Yep. Now it's like the curve is flattened, but it's like higher. Mm -hmm. So and that's happening in, I know, Texas. Florida and I forget the uh, other state, but um, it's it's happening in a few of those places. And I, I think it was Florida who's actually stopping July Fourth plans and stopping people from going out to the beaches. Good, right? They was letting people have spring breaks and different things like that. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty wild. And you know, we have some people who who don't necessarily agree with this idea of wearing masks. They're challenging actual experts. And y'all, you know, I'm not really a health expert, but like. The, the thing about it is that I, I do trust people who have dedicated their lives to studying health, to yes. studying diseases, to studying pandemics. Absolutely. And what we want to show you all are examples of ways not to think. Mm -hmm. um, and so, T, will you play this clip? clip? Um, there are some folks who are challenging um, some of the health experts in Florida, and we just want you all to hear what they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Just give me one second. Like, y'all, it's, it's really, really wild. Like, I really have many question marks about your degrees and what you really know. And I'm sorry, ma'am, but I don't think that you are worthy of your credentials. And I would ask suggestively that you go back to school and get educated. And they want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. It literally is killing people. And every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. And you, doctor, are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Six feet, like I said before, is military protocol. You're trying to get the people to train them so when the, the cameras, the 5G comes out, what? They're, they're gonna they're gonna scan everybody we got to get scanned we got to get temperature y'all y'all um <laughs> so here's the thing right <laughs> i i'm not a, a theologian <laughs> i'm not a religious expert you know what i'm saying i grew up in the church but you know i don't think that breathing is something that is of the devil <laughs> It is not of Lucifer or Michael, <laughs> if you know him as the angel of, of death. Um, I think that breathing is a normal thing. I think that we all have the, the right to breathe. And I think that the air that we're, that we're breathing, if there is some danger in it, then that is why we need the damn mask. Uh, so The mask is killing people, yeah. according to them. Yes. Um, it was very dramatic. And I also saw this video that um, 
spoofed and clipped some things with the Parks and Rec. I don't know if y'all seen Parks and Rec, but it's like they had a crazy town hall meeting. And that's how ridiculous it was. It was like, come on. And it, it just goes to show that like these all of these people were white and it's like it goes to show that like they're so far removed from real issues like they're not in the streets they're not in town hall means talking about brianna taylor or toying because that this is in florida right? right um or any other like um atrocities happening against these black people um but they are pressed about some mass orange county was real pressed about some mass um michigan they was up in arms literally up in arms with a second amendment right um at the state capitol talking about we want our haircuts um and we see how they're treated <laughs> and it, it just gets so ridiculous because it shows that there's just such a disconnect yeah yeah and and I, we want to hear from you all why do you think that people are still at this day in this day and age at this moment in time still having trouble with this idea of wearing masks um i've been out here in la and like i've, I've been to some of the beaches this week shout out to all my friends who've been celebrating stuff mm-hmm. and we'll be out there but we'll be out there six feet from each other with the mask on having a good time mm-hmm. and everyone's walking with no mask no sense of protection or any Anything like that and it's just like all right y'all like how how much longer do you feel how much longer do you want to be inside the house and you and you want this to be reality exactly it's just a lack of awareness um i went hiking yesterday and there was a bunch of people out on the beach a lot of the everybody that was a part of the hike was wearing masks like all the people that we kind of came across but all all them people on the beach like there were people that were close close to each other not wearing masks nothing it's like Bro, there is a whole pandemic going on, but right. it's like, and Malibu people don't care. Like, I, it's just like when you get to live in your little white bubble and like you can just live your normal, happy ass life. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and I think it, Tisha, to your point, like, uh, I think Americans are now sort of dealing with this idea of restriction. right and rules and regulations that so many people in our country are not used to like you can you you have the you are telling me i can't go somewhere i can't access this yeah and it it goes almost back to this idea of uh critical race theory called whiteness is property where it's just like talk about it talk about it (laughs) so like this is my land i have rights to this thing all the time Mm -hmm. um and how dare you deny me in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. the government should be working for me right 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 and so and it's like the funny thing is the government is actually trying to protect protect your weird Self, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think it really speaks to this idea of entitlement that a lot of Americans are are finding that they have because it's Absolutely. like, oh, oh, you can't tell me that I got to stay in the house. You can't tell me that I have to wear a mask. And it's not. And, the, and a lot of these people, they have the means to get a mask. A mask oh, is a two or two or three dollars. You like you can use headbands. You can use shirts. There, there's so many different ways to wear the wear the mask, but people I, are still not subscribing to it. I picked Show him up what you this, got. Yeah, I picked him up in this little bandana thing. This is this little headband that I was like, oh. Oh, I forgot my mask. Right. That was my fault. Right, right. Don't get me wrong. It's inconvenient. Like, if I don't have a mask, like, I pull it up to the grocery store like, damn, I left my mask. Right, right, right. Like, who am I? Spider-Man? Like, there's been plenty of times I've forgotten my mask. And it's like, okay, then I have to be very creative on how I'm going to cover myself. Exactly. But it's because it's about me. It's not about me. It's about the community. Like, like okay, I've pulled up and I didn't have anything in my trunk. So I'm going home. And if I really need something out of the store, I will be grabbing my mask and coming back. Right. If not, it's like I'm going to bite that bullet and make something at home or something like exactly and and i think i think another thing with, with what you were just saying too is that the mask isn't about you not catching something it's about yeah. you, you not giving it to others exactly and so when you and so when someone says no i know that there, there's a pandemic but i refuse to wear my mask yeah it's not saying how you feel about yourself it's saying how you feel about others and how you disregard others absolutely and their safety, right yeah and i just i think you made 
made such a great point, Scholar Pete, just talking about um, it being about entitlement. I think that with a lot of white people, I think there's been a lot of white women vocal, but I think white men, too, um, that have kind of been up in arms in right. different ways. Um, I think we've Karen's have been kind of on social media, but I think it's just not them. But I think that they are now reconciling with the fact that they can't just do whatever they want whenever they want. Right. And I don't think they've ever had in except for like very random occasions like restrictions like that and i think that like they're they're upset because it's like no i am an american but when they say i'm american what does that mean oh i'm a, a white person and this is my land and this is my country and i get to do whatever i want in my country how dare you treat me like these colors right yeah yeah and it's and it's it's interesting because it's almost like america is sort of feeling what what a lot of folks of color and black folk black folks feel often where it's like the world is policing you this mm. dele- this disease is actually policing you that far and so like what does that look like someone telling you where you can't go what you won't do or your life could be at risk yes sir right and it's like i don't i feel like a lot of us are not uh used to dealing with that a lot of americans are not used to dealing with that reality mm-hmm. right where like we no, we actually have to save you from yourself um so <laughs> i i, I, I all, all we can say is please continue to wear your mask continue to take your precautions and um if you don't do it for yourself do it for uh, your fellow american uh, your beside grandma, you your right. cousin your uncle your family your pets i don't know like do it for somebody other than you like right. the world does not revolve around you exactly and i think you know the, you know what america wouldn't be able to take if we were able to trace trace back where you got a disease from or like what vicinity you were mm-hmm. in because a lot of people would realize oh i didn't have to go to that party i didn't have to do mm-hmm. x y and z yes. and that's and that's why this this family member gone now or whatever right accountability Um, yeah yeah so y'all just please 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 stay safe um and you know we like i said we have to give these people especially in that video but everyone who's having disregard for um this pandemic right now we got to give them the what the light Light roast and do it in person please if your friends ain't wearing a mask shame them it's okay shame them it's all good yeah yeah do it in love but look they gotta know yeah for sure for sure um and so with that being said we're we're gonna uh transition um when we when we first uh came um uh, up today we were sort of talking about this idea of uh, just a friend right we were playing that popular uh mario song um just a friend it goes oh baby you <laughs> you got what but i need, need. <laughs> but you say i'm just a friend just a friend right and we we were talking with each other and we were like have you ever you know sort of been put in that category people have words like friend zoned and all that mm. stuff and i know i have t what about you oh absolutely right absolutely. but t- times. yeah right and what we want to explore today is well what if that's okay what mm-hmm. if it's okay if someone uh, says that you were just a friend like yeah. what like what what does that really really mean what are the implications of those things yeah and why so, does friends don't have a negative implication like why does it have a negative like tone to it right exactly like friends are cool we love friends how many of us have them friends <laughs> <laughs> so um so we want to hear from everybody in in who's with us right now on live about this idea of friendship because what we're asking ourselves is can men and men and women just be friends right um or, or can or can someone who's supposed to be attracted to someone else um because like we it doesn't have to just be heteronormative but like yeah. can people just be friends yeah right without that romantic energy or tension um and 
you know, I, I think that I've I've struggled with it a little bit before. Um, and I think there can be some tension because I think that sometimes folks get can get tired of being people just uh, just being a friend to someone. Yeah. Um, like I remember there was this movie called Just Right and it had Queen Latifah mm-hmm. and it had Common and she said that she was tired of just always being someone's friend, right? Yeah. But um, because the, all these guys would like Paula Patton instead of her. Paula Patton is bad. Yeah, and Paula Patton is a beautiful woman, right? Um, but Queen Latifah was like, I deserve to be more than just someone's friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it, when the roles are reversed, right? Um, when men, you know, are are saying, "Oh my gosh, like all all I want to, all you want to be is my friend," like you know, I'm a nice guy, I'm a good enough guy, yeah. yada yada yada. I treat you right, right, right. You I'm not like those other guys, f, f boys. Right, exactly, exactly. But you know, I, you know, you, so therefore you should be more than just my friend. You should be my girl. You should let me do X, Y, and Z with you because I could be worse. So, so what do you what? Why do you feel like some folks have some issue with that, T-Shaw? And we want to hear from you all as okay. well. Uh, put, put your stuff in the comments. And Alex says, yes, she thinks that men have a harder time being put in the friend zone. And do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Do you have a hard time being put in the friend zone? Uh, it depends on by who. It depends Ooh, on by who. Right? Okay, talk about it. it. Talk about it. Who. So, right. So, and this is something that I'm, I'm you know, getting out of. But the, but the way I, I used to see it is that, you know, as a man, like, I have plenty of women friends who are platonic. And so when I would meet new women that like I was interested in, it would be like, all right, so we're talking and if even if you're a cool person, if we're talking and it doesn't work out, I'm like, I don't really feel like I have that much to talk to you about anymore. Like, even mm-hmm. if you're a dope person, I'm just sort of like, I don't want to be reminded of like being put in that category. Um, I don't want to like, if I'm your friend, like at some point I might see you talking to other people and all I'm going to be thinking about is like what. Oh, but I ain't have a chance. Right, right. And, and and I think that that's how a lot of a lot of dudes think about it. But like, I've been growing out of that. Me and T-Shaw have been having a lot we of conversations. Good conversations, right? yeah. And, and I feel like... Uh, and I feel like there are some men who are like, oh, I'm entitled to you in X, Y, and Z. And, it, and for me, it wasn't necessarily that. But I was thinking about, dang, like, now if we're friends, I always got to be reminded of the fact that, like, I'm a, I'm a like, me and you got a connection, but it's not that. And so yeah. for me, I was like, no, nah, we cool. I'll just see you around. We don't have to really be friends like that. Yeah. Like, I, I wish you well. Yes. We're not enemies. I'm not going to curse you out or do nothing crazy. Yummy, yummy. But it's like, that's also sort of a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what absolutely. I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it harms the ego a little bit right yeah. it's like dang bro like you ain't want me like i'm popping like i'm good. right yeah. like you know me um and i think that like yeah I, I used to take it hard being put in the friend zone i think especially because i used to get put in friend zone a lot like as a, a younger kid right, right, right. um but it's because i was like super short and stuff in like high school like i was about five foot entering uh freshman year mm. um so most freshman year so like all through middle school i was like the short funny kid um it's like all of my friends is getting girls and i'm like come on like i I had no juice right so it was like i i can kind of get that and i think that being friend zoned now it kind of reminds me of that it's like dang like you feel not enough and i think that like being friends with someone it could feel like that could be a reminder that like oh you just want to be friends with me. You're not romantically interested in me because I'm not enough. And right. like seeing them then engage with somebody else is just like, it could be a reminder. Yeah. But then we have to like kind of get outside of that. Cause it's not just about us. And it's like, maybe it wasn't even going to be a good connection. Right. And it's like, if I enjoyed them as a person, because I wanted to like, I think that's the question that kind of comes out for me. It's like, did I really enjoy them enough as a person? If I don't want to be friends with them 
if they're not romantically interested in me because then it's like if we couldn't even really be friends like that then like maybe we shouldn't have really been trying maybe i shouldn't been trying to pursue this romantic interest exactly because i think they have to be coupled together but it's just like i don't know when somebody bad you like i need you yeah like, it's it's wild and like uh I, I feel like and some and some folks are talking about this idea of platonic energy from from the jump and for me i'm just like okay we can have the platonic energy you know what i'm saying i i platonic energy isn't isn't a bad thing i'm i'm one of those people who actually try to take it take it slow if i like you i'm gonna talk to you like yeah. i'm not just trying trying to like do some sexual stuff with you and push yeah. you to the side um but I, I i think to your point it's about trends and patterns right yeah so like if you continue to have the all these great awesome phenomenal people keep saying oh you'd be great as a friend yeah. you'd be great as a friend yeah. oh my gosh you're, you're such a cool person right and you don't feel like anything is manifesting from that you start to, you start to question yourself it's, you're like oh well like is there something wrong with me and, mm-hmm. and there might not be and i think that some guys really get caught up in that but i think that it be, it can be uh it can become something that turns toxic yeah. right because of that resentment that bit that the bitterness right absolutely um yeah i I think that too it should be pretty platonic from the jump but i think that like you can't help but being interested in someone too like Mm -hmm. romantically yeah and i think that like it kind of goes to alex's point is like you should be able to still engage with someone without it being like that condition right like i i only will be your friend with the hope that like you will be with me later and if we're not you're not with me later and you choose somebody else then we can't be friends and I think that that's where it gets problematic. But I think you can be interested in someone and kind of see where it goes and like hope to build like some type of friendship, some type of relationship. And then it like manifests into something. You can hope for that. But yeah. if it doesn't turn out that way, then you can't be hot. Like, do you think is that problematic? Yeah. So and, and I think I think one thing and I think one thing that gets me too with this is that um, I don't know. I feel like it can depend on what type of environment you meet somebody in yeah, and stuff true. like that. Right. So, like, let's say. If I meet you on a dating app, like for me, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very intentional person. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm very, I'm very business, business, business minded with that. So I'm just like, all right, well, if I'm on a, if I'm on a dating app, like, and I see you and you cool, I'm like, well, no, I got, I got intentions, right? I got good, serious intentions. And so like, if that's not what you want, then like, I'm a, I'm a push, I'm a push it to the next. And so I think that sometimes it can be the, the, the context in which you meet somebody. Cause it's like, that is true. That is very true. Like you meet someone at a mixer or something. If it's, if it's like a professional mixer and it's like, Oh, you feeling that person, but that they don't end up becoming something. It's like, no, you still a great business connection. You still a cool, cool person. Okay. And maybe even if it's at a social mixer, you, you might still be like, Oh, that's a dope person. That's uh-huh. a friend. But then when, so, when it's something more so like, oh, this is a, like a dating app, which has a very particular purpose, like it, it could be a little bit, right. <laughs> Literally dating. Right. But but at the same time, I think that even that can be vague because some people aren't on it to like be serious. Some people are there to just talk and people yeah. even have that on their profiles. Yeah. Like, like, oh, just looking for friends. I'm like, on a dating, dating app? app? I, I don't. I thought that's what social media was for. Or like just real life. <laughs> so I think I think it can get really, really nuanced in that and I, but i think to your point we have to start thinking about you know well why am i so upset about this about constantly being put in, into the friend zone uh-huh and and we got and we sort of got to start to unravel what what that means because i think for me it was like i don't have access i don't have access to you that i feel like i should i Ooh. yeah right because that get into ownership is the real and, question and that's the thing it's like because I, I started thinking about it when we were having our conversation i was just like 
be, I was like, because I have serious intentions, yeah, and I have great intentions, yeah, and like I want to do all these things, yeah, I'm trying that, to treat you right, girl. Right, What's that, up? Then, then you know, me me being put in in the friend category is like all of that, all the things that I can offer are being sort of rejected, Ooh. and I'm just like. I don't really know what to do with that. If you've rejected all these great things that I want to give, Uh then like what else is there for us to really talk about? And I, and so I've been growing out of that mindset, right? Because it's because like, it should just be about like the social aspect and like just having another dope human being in your life. And you never know what's like, what someone can be for you in terms of a friend. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, So I, I think that's tough. What do you think? I think it's hard too because I think there's like okay y'all should be friends first right I think I I agree yeah I think that like some of my relationships that I'm looking back on like I think that we were interested in each other and then we became friends the whole time with romantic interest and like I mean we're not together anymore so it makes sense but like does that mean that like a relationship would fail because like what if you're like what if you develop a friendship with someone right yeah and then like what if it's just purely platonic like i don't know i, th- I think that, like it's hard for me when where do you draw the line because i think that like what we also know is that women don't really shoot shots like that so like how do i know if they're actually interested and then when you should pursue then yeah i think that's a real question it's like that's a really because i think that like <laughs> we, we see that men probably often ruin their friendships shooting their shots <laughs> but it's like you almost don't know when it's appropriate to because women most of the time don't shoot their shot and how they show interest is very like vague. And 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 to, and to that point, like women women aren't aren't, aren't a monolith. So like one That's woman, one true. woman could like like your tweet, right? Like an Instagram post, right? Uh, someone could she could say hi to you every day. She could be like, oh, like let's let's uh, do do X, Y, and Z, and you could be like, oh, she might be feeling me, yeah, right. But then yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. Like I had a like I remember being invited to a, a friend's house to watch TV like often, and uh, and like um, <laughs> I I remember I I came over there, we were watching TV, and I was like, oh, she's cute, and like I haven't seen her in a while, so like let me shoot my shot, and it was just like. It wasn't like that at all. It's just it was a friend yeah, thing. Yeah. But for some people, it's like why would? But for some why, women, yeah. it might be like, well, why would someone invite you to their house if they didn't? If like, like you y'all alone? And for some women, that means like, no, that means I'm trying to get at you. Yeah. So it's like, just like men aren't monolith, women aren't monolith either, right? So like, and I think Alex makes a good point, right? I, I think a lot of people sometimes we're not as direct. That's true. That's right? very true. Because because once again, you don't want to face that rejection. Yeah. And, and so when that woman invites you to your house, it's like, do you do you say, hey, like, you know, this is cool, like you cute or whatever, like, yeah. I, like this is this is my phrase. This is what I like to say to people, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I'm giving away my secret. So like, for <laughs> anyone on on this thing, you know, don't don't say nothing, whatever. But what I'll say is, hey, look, I'm putting out i know we've been talking for a second um and i'm giving you some flirtatious energy if you would like it to be more platonic let me know and i i give them that statement and then if they say i like it to be more platonic you just let it go okay. and if and if not that's cool but even with that when do you send that message yeah. look, right look. that's that's what i'm because 
Because you don't want to. I've jumped out the window so many times and landed <laughs> on the concrete and busted my busted my whole body open. <laughs> they were playing operation on my on my body so many times. <laughs> Not operation. Yeah, like it's it's been bad. I've taken I've I've jumped out the window way too prematurely uh, on many a, a, of an occasion, and I've definitely destroyed some friendships. Um, and I and I acknowledge that and admit that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. It's because I'm sort of because I'm sort of too the. But like, here's the, you know what the effed up part is, though. You know what effed up part is. Yeah. All those people that like the relationships are effed up with, they weren't my super good close friends anyway. So I was just like, uh, well, okay, yeah, like, like it's it's messed uh, up. Let, it's, let me see. But, but that's sort of part of how the game goes too, because yeah. I have close platonic women friends who I don't want to do anything with. Absolutely. So like, how do you balance that part out too? Because some people. You, it's not gonna work out, and they're not really gonna be your friend like that. Yeah. They just won't hate you. Y'all just be yeah. neutral. But most people in life are neutral. Exactly. So how do you balance that, man? I do like the direct thing. I like how you kind of went about it. And what I think about is like insecure. Mm. Um. So when insecure, when Issa and was talking to uh, what's my man? Is his name Nate? Yes. Nathan. Yeah. Yes. Um. And she like went over there to like help him pack up his house, but she was just like. He was like kind of being flirty and she was like, What's up, bruh? Right, like, right. She was being all awkward and then she just like got to the point. And like personally, I hate awkward moments, but like, yeah, like let's at least just be direct. Let's just get to the point. Right. And like she did do that and it was like, it was tense for a second, but then it ended up well. Cause I, like, I was cringing at that part of the episode because I was like, yeah, Oh, yeah. God. And then it just was cool and then they were cool. Um, but like, are they cool? Cause that's the other thing. It's like, moving forward i mean I, i'm sorry if y'all haven't seen insecure off i'm spoiling it but like can Issa and nathan be friends knowing that they've had some type of romantic interest in each other um and like whatever she has with lawrence going on like can they just be friends and like how does that look and like is that okay because i think that the other thing is like can you be okay and i think this is a little different question but like can y'all be okay with like your significant other having friends of another gender or another sex um or them being like that being majority of their friends because i think that like majority of my friends are women mm -hmm. and it's just like I, that's just kind of what i've been comfortable with i've grown up um with my mom and my sister my whole life and like i've always noticed that i kind of gravitate toward those spaces because they're a little bit more open like i like how they communicate rather than men just kind of right. like just bullshit to me like they just right. be talking about like stuff that i mean like sports just it's very surface level stuff right. like stuff that i really don't care to entertain so yeah i think that those are the two questions i have well yeah and, and i i agree <laughs> and unfortunately back in my younger days i was a i was a wrecker of homes and most of the most of those people started off as my friends <laughs> yeah. so yeah. so so it, it's a real it's a real question um like yeah what what do y'all think that those things are possible because i think i think to uh i think i think going back to the whole Issa and nathan thing it's it's it can be really tough because yeah so i think going back to the whole uh isa and, and nathan think it can be really it can be really tough because it's like in the back of our heads we always think that nathan is going to try to get at isa when he has a chance yeah i don't believe like i don't believe in the idea that like he i think he's cool right now because she's cool right now yeah yeah but i i think that he respects her relationship as much as she respects the relationship um 
and he's not necessarily moving off a moral center of oh this person's in a relationship period so i don't want to mess with them it's like i will disrespect your relationship when you say it's okay to and if i'm lawrence i'm like ah that that's tough for me personally like what do you what do you think do you feel like you could be lawrence in that situation and be like yeah like help him move out help him help him with progressing his life forward like what do you think (laughs) i would say that i have been um that person in the past and i don't think that it really went out it worked well yeah yeah but i think that that's because the relationship was never gonna work well so i can't like tell you what i would do in the future right if that makes sense because i think that i made the right decision and i felt like what happened was what a lot of people would expect would happen yeah so i don't know what to say i don't really know what to tell you i think that like it, it would be hard, but I, I think that, like, kind of what Vernon said, is, yeah. like, I would never expect anyone to cut off their friends for me, any of that. And it's, like, if I have a problem with it, then that's my problem. And it's, like, if it's that much of a problem at some point, then we don't need to be together. That's kind of how how I look at it personally. Um, but, yeah, I don't I – don't, I don't even have answers. Yeah, no, no. And, and I feel you because, for me, it's, like, a – it's more like a, a preemptive thing where it's just, like – we, I'm not even going to start talking to you seriously like that if I feel like you're going to have that type of, you're going to have a friend that you have history with, with in your life, life to that extent. Yeah. Because, but like, that's just me. That's yeah. just me. I, I can't, I can't deal with seeing, seeing the past and seeing someone that you've done X, Y, and Z with. So like any woman that I've talked to, like I'll ask them like, what is your situation? And like, mm. when they mention some of their friends, I'll be like, okay, cool. Like you got a history with that person. And like, is that someone who's always going to be around? Because for me, I know that I'm someone who, you know, has who has a lot of women friends as well. Yeah. And with some of those women friends, like there've been there've been like I've talked to them or interacted with them in some way, shape, or form. And when I'm in a relationship, when I start dating someone, it has to be a conversation of me cutting them off too. You uh, know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. Right. That. And so for me, I try to I try to do everything. I don't ask anyone to do things that I wouldn't do myself. I feel that. And so for me, I'm just like, if I can't take you being friends with old boy that you used to mess around with, I also can't be friends with old girl that I used to mess around with. So, but not everyone feels that way. I feel that. I do feel that. Um, hmm. It's just such an interesting topic. Cause I think that like, I almost wouldn't even ask someone to do that right because i would be very uncomfortable if somebody else asked me to do that right and i think that that's kind of where i fall it's like but i also would be actively understanding i wouldn't be trying to put someone in that position too i think that like but the other thing is i do have a lot of women friends and i think that i don't think any of them i've really interacted with like like that i think there's some that i'm cool with but i wouldn't consider like any of the women i consider friends but i think i have a a strong like word for friend so i feel i feel like if you're in that friend circle then like that's a very special circle and i don't think any of those women in those circles like i've interacted with in any way shape or form i've might have entertained interest in them right and they might not even known it so like that's the thing well but all right but see here's the thing t let me ask you this so like if you let's say in that close group of women friends that you have right uh-huh. let's say tomorrow you 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 like interacted with one of them like romantically right uh-huh. now you have a partner now you have a partner and there's someone you really care about would you and they were like you know what i really like you you really like me and i'm gonna give up all the guys all, all the guy friends would you do that that's the thing because some people because you said you're you're cool you're cool with not asking someone to give that up yeah. but that might also be because you're not willing to give that up 
So that that's my thing. Oh, that's that, a good question. Because because some people like I got some people in my life that I'm not that I'm not going to give up ever. But like mm. those people, I haven't interacted with per se yeah. in that fashion. So like I would never cut off Elda. Like if somebody asked me to cut off Elda, I'd be like, well, I guess you got to go. <laughs> like <laughs> like the person that I because it was just it would be crazy to me in my head for somebody to ask me to do that. Exactly. Um, but like. But 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 not but so but like let's let's put an imaginary woman yeah, friend yeah, here because yeah. we okay, don't want to get okay, any yeah, woman yeah, in trouble. Yeah, 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 of course, but of like, course. let's put an imaginary woman <laughs> friend here, <laughs> right? Uh, he was close to you, right? Yeah, okay. And super close, you couldn't imagine your life without them. But uh-huh. then y'all end up sleeping together or interacting. Then you you find someone. But it you, doesn't work out or something. Yeah, and okay. then now you got someone you really care about. And they're asking you, "Hey, T, you got to give that up." Can you? Would you be willing to do that? Because that's. Yeah, if, if I love them, of course. Because I like I, my thing is I would never make someone uncomfortable. So I think that like if that person loved me too, I think that like um, like the person that I interacted with, or whatever. I hope they would be able to respect that. And it's like we cool and all. Like if you need something, I got you. But like the extent of our relationship must look different because I value this relationship this much. And I would expect that that would be the same thing too. Because right. the thing is, also I would let my like partner or my significant other know that like i feel uncomfortable with these interactions that they have and i would hope that they made some change and that's the thing i wouldn't tell you this is what you need to do but i would let you know that i am uncomfortable and i would hope that some changes would be made right right so. i feel that yeah like it's, it's it's a tough thing oh let's let's look at some of these questions so um I think there was actually some more up here yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get to some of y'all's uh statements up here uh da, da, da. Ooh, ooh. So, I think I think if I'm reading that right, some people are just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, maybe if I had a friend that I didn't trust, that's that's an interesting topic yeah, because yeah. some of y'all, the, truth be told, and this is another conversation, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Some of y'all got friends that y'all can't trust. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, the, I've I've heard about people who've had I've heard about women who who have had boyfriends and their boyfriends ma- man's has tried to get get at them yeah. and stuff like that yeah. so that's that's would, something and i've also been in relationships where um my significant other had friends that i didn't trust and i was like hmm yes yeah, this I, is weird this yeah. is weird like yeah. y'all y'all are y'all as a duo are on some weirdo shit like, yeah yes mm-mm, and mm-mm. i'm going to remove myself like from this like right. y'all can do whatever y'all got i don't know what that is but like i don't like if that, i think that's my thing it's like if i don't trust something and I let you know I don't trust something. And I don't see no like differences happening. Then I don't need it because it's like I don't need to wonder. I don't. I don't have the enough brain capacity to be wondering what you're doing. Too. Yeah, that's that's and it's foolish. It's like we all grown. Like if you can't trust your partner, why be with them? Period. You bruh, know what I'm saying, bro? There's so many fish in the sea. Um, uh-huh. I think Vernon has said that he um he has cut people off. Um, but he said he shouldn't have been in that relationship in the first place and i think that like that's kind of what it's getting to is like i think if you are so uncomfortable in these like decisions and having to make these decisions then i think that like it's something fundamentally wrong in a relationship if you're getting to that like complex of a problem so so are you saying that like if if you have someone who you're really really like rocking with and you have a friend that you're really rocking with and you have to question whether or not you're you're willing to give up that friend are are, are you saying that then that's when you should question the relationship or yeah i think so i think personally i think so because it's like relationships have different levels 
and i think there's like best friendships and different things like that but i think like your romantic relationship has a special place and it has a special um set of boundaries and i think that like if you because i think you can't find a romantic partner that you can find hmm, this is it gets problematic because i think that you can't find friends as easy as people think right and i think if it's a person that i really hold as a friend like very closely it's like making i think whatever relationship i choose is the relationship that i value more and if i value that friendship more than it's probably i don't need that relationship right right um who that's that's really tough and and i think that sometimes what we have to start thinking about too especially us as fellows i would say is like some you might have a woman in your life who is gorgeous and beautiful but like if you feel like dang i would never want to lose her I would never want to have to make I would never want her presence to make my partner uncomfortable. Mm. Then you got to think about is it worth it to try to get at her? Is it worth it to try to try and sleep with her like or maybe on some hitting or something one night and like y'all y'all just do it versus saying, "You know what? Like I really really appreciate everything that you contribute to my life on a platonic level. Like you're like family yeah. and I don't want to risk that." Yeah. And I think that, that I think that um sometimes as men we don't we don't make those types of decisions. Yes. We're like, you know what? We, we I want to hit everything that's moving, even this person who's super close to me. And now we're looking crazy because now our partner is like, well, babe, like this this person's always around. Y'all yeah. got this energy. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't want to. Because that energy don't go. And it I think that go. like, I've, I've made that bad decision before. And it also completely ruined the friendship. Right. It was like a real friendship that I thought. But in hindsight too, there were like, it was romantic interest in me before it became like that close of a friendship so i think it was naive of me to think that it just disappeared so when it resurfaced i just was like oh this is cool like we can do this but we'll still be cool and then it was like oh no we should be in a relationship and it's like oh wow, i don't yeah. know about that yeah and then it's like but moving forward i don't know if like they were never comfortable with me being with someone else ever right and it's just like i got blocked and different things like that so it was like yeah i don't know i think that like just know if you open that box that like you can never close it i think that's really the thing and i think that's what you're getting at is just like if you open that box you have to know that like if it doesn't become a romantic thing then that that friendship has a great great chance of having an expiration date if you have another partner yeah yeah and i don't think we i don't think we sort of think enough about that and like mind you some people are a little bit more uh maybe lenient with that type of stuff some people yeah. are like oh well you you did mess with this person but it doesn't matter yeah. but it's like you got to know yourself like i know i i my my ego is too i can't i can't i, I refuse but but that that's just me though yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. what what are y'all's boundaries when it comes to, comes to that type of thing right um let me see so some people were answering answering the pin question um let's see da, 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 da. so some people um couldn't date someone unless they were not physically attracted to them or they dated someone who was like a family member or brother or something like that that's an interesting comment that's an interesting comment that they wouldn't um date somebody i th i think i think they were answering the pin question so oh, oh okay or because they, they said only in two scenarios i see you d um i they were saying only in two scenarios um uh, d were you talking about that that pin question is what i'm wondering can men and women just be friends yeah oh yeah 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 so yeah that makes more sense so they can only be friends if they're not physically attracted to each other and when they've dated someone hold on hold on i gotta push back on that because i have 
friends that like are physically attractive like right. like i would be physically attracted in right, right but like i'm not like actively like oh i would like to be with them right like i don't know i feel like all of my friends is bad like right, right, yeah. y'all are fine as hell like I don't, I don't think that like i did yeah, yeah i guess i guess if they maybe they don't find me physically attractive i think that like because if they i guess if both parties do but i think that's just a bad assumption that like you can't find your friends physically attractive but also just re- try to remain friends because i think there's people that like i actively know that like are physically attractive but i, I could never be with them right right I, yeah yeah you know what um oh yeah but well you know what I will say that there was, I remember there, there was this one person who was very physically attractive and like I might have tried to get at her at one point, but I had found that she dated one of my fraternity brothers and I was just like, oh no, 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 because I, I, yeah, got, yeah. I got rules in, in yeah. terms of that. So like, I think it gets, I to think it gets at that. Part. Yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. Um, but I think that with, when it comes to that type of thing, um, I definitely have, I, I would say a lot of my women friends are are attractive aesthetically in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and some of them is just like i don't really connect with you like that yeah. or, but all right but see then here's the thing though t here's the thing let me ask you this though right okay. so like let's let's say you have this close circle and we're and we're gonna be pretend women because i want to say no real names nothing <laughs> crazy so like you have a pretend circle of women friends that you are super super close to and they are like super fine and you wouldn't you might not date you might not necessarily want to date them and be with them for the rest of your life yeah. but like if they came at you one one night or one day it's crazy flirtatious or whatever are you saying you wouldn't engage that's that's the question t that's the question brother would you engage because my thing i don't know if i have the capacity as a man right now at least someone who's single right yeah yeah, yeah right yeah. like I have a bunch of cute friends and like they just happen they just happen to be friends and if they came at me like maybe I would entertain it maybe I wouldn't but I don't know. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's think about a, that one. Uh, think about yeah, that one. I don't I don't think I have the uh, Think about that one y'all. The wherewithal to um to fight that off, to fight the urge. And I think that that's kind of how but the thing is the only thing that I can fall back on is that ruined friendship that i had because it was like i was single she was single it was like well like this could be cool but it was like that hit the fan pretty quickly and it's like we're not friends no more so it's just like i think that i at least have that second thought now right right right. to like consider where it could go i think my scorpio moon lets me fall into things that i don't want to fall into because i (laughs) make decisions based off like oh that that feels good like that sounds good like in the moment and i can deal with repercussions later and i have had this problem but i think that i at least have the second guess nature now right but do i have the self-discipline at this moment this current juncture in my life that's tough man i don't know look look for all my women friends don't think i'm trying to get get at you but what i'm saying is that because i'm i'm gonna put some imaginary women in my life too because this is real life and and imaginary but like i had like if i had an imaginary group of women friends and they were coming at me like like i don't i don't get at women out of respect and because i i'm not pressed but but if you come at someone randomly and like ladies you should you should chime in on this too like do you have guy friends that are like oh my gosh like you know like i'm not trying nothing but like i wouldn't be 
super opposed because I have women friends that is like that a bad thing. Yeah, cause look, man, I, I'm telling you, I have women friends who like we we started off as friends and we were mm-hmm. like, and I was like, cool. And I fell back, and then something ended up happening much later down the road because and, and they they were open to it, and I was open to it, and and like. I think that sometimes, and I've heard this, and ladies, please disagree with me. Uh, please tell me in the comments if I'm if I'm talking out my butt right now. But like, I've definitely I've definitely heard before that sometimes a woman might know that she's that she that she's going to interact with you, and she but she, it's on her timeline, hmm. and she'll make that decision when she makes that decision. And I've lived that. I have lived it where it's like women do have that power. Yeah. So like, ladies, has that has that ever happened to you where you've been like, you know what, you're a friend. And you'll be a friend, and I'll decide when you're not a friend anymore, and like I'll make us uh, more friendly. <laughs> Ooh, like because they, they kind of keep you in their pocket in a way, right? Yeah, and like some women know they have the capacity to do it. I remember I was talking to this one girl, and she was like, "Ashton, like, like uh, I didn't, I didn't hit you back up, but I'm gonna hit you, but like I hit you up later because I know, like, oh, Ashton, he'll he'll like answer, he'll answer, and it's like she had me in my pot, <laughs> she had me in her pocket, bro. It was crazy, bro. And I was like, she made me strong because like now I'm just like, nah, nah, man, yeah. I can't answer your test no yeah. more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dang. But I think that kind of goes into how thirsty we is too. I think yeah. that like <laughs> men will jump when you ask them to jump because it's like. And see, here's the thing too, right? So like, I remember, I won't name the city, but like, obviously, if any, most people who know me know the city, but back, back when I was like living my best life in a particular city, um, the, the, the question was the, the thing that, the thing that I think this is where men get stuck. Mm -hmm. This is where I think men get stuck. We can, we confuse, we think that, uh, thirstiness mean being thirsty means that, uh, you don't have any options and that's not what it means. Yeah. Being thirsty means that you will take any option when it's presented. Yeah, oh yeah. Cuz cuz people cuz I and I think that's how I used to think about it too. Uh, I was just like okay, okay. I'm not man, I'm not thirsty. I I got mad I got mad options. But it's the but it's also about the idea of yeah, you have all these you have all these different options and that's what cuz it's like the new new person in a group me, the new person that comes to the class, the new person that that gets introduced to the friend group and everyone's over them like vultures uh, right right and it's like all all the men in that circle could, could have all all these different options but at the same time it's just like it's, it's not about what you lack lack or not it's about your stand your standards and like what makes you chase after a woman mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and a lot of men don't have that filter like yeah. oh no like she's cute but like i'm i'm good like she doesn't really add that much to me outside of another body Ooh. and i don't think we've made that distinction within ourselves i think we still look at thirstiness as desperation and we tr- sort of try to overcompensate it over correct yeah where it's just like i'm asleep with so many people just to just to show y'all i'm not thirsty i'm not desperate but it's just like but you doing that shows how thirsty and desperate you are because yeah. the because the guy who's not desperate is the guy who's like oh I, I i could have many people but i'm choosing to be with this one person yeah. because yeah. they give me the best they give me better than what these other people can give yeah. me right that they're just not pressed right 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 and i think that that's something that we as men we we try to sort of figure figure out along the way and at some point i think we start to get it like oh you know what? it's not about all these bodies or like you know what these getting the bodies were fun but like it's yeah. not there's more to life a little bit absolutely like i think that everyone should have a whole phase like mm-hmm. being a whore was nice for a amount of time yes. but i think that like you got to grow out of that at some point like i think it gives you some type of experience that you otherwise wouldn't have right right, right. but i think that like 
especially if we grown like come on now like you got to grow up there's other things to life and i think that yeah people are very like concerned about like the bodies that they're catching and like they keep lists and they share lists and different things like that and it gets very weird because it gets very obsessive like it's the only thing that they're after and i think that that's the other thing i I think that a lot of men have that problem it's like even some of my friends and it's like i love them but it's just like that is all that they're after and i think that it's really not what they're after that's what like if i'm to psychoanalyze them it's just like they talk about getting cat or whatever all this that like that's all they're trying to do every day right but it's like i think they're really looking for something and what i think they're really looking for is love in a lot of different ways i think they're looking for love and it's just like they think that they'll get this if they get this woman and it's just like then they get it and they don't feel it and then they're over it and they drop this girl and they're looking there for the next one right it's just like a reoccurring process exactly exactly and so y'all um we got about 30 seconds left on this thing we're coming right back we appreciate y'all's comments um when we when we get back we're going to continue this conversation about men and women just being friends and what and what these like quote unquote uh whole faces look like um yeah. but we're really excited to get back with y'all hold on for just a minute we'll, we'll be back really soon all right yeah please stay with us we'll be right back y'all y'all what's up t-mac hey yo tay what's good what's good what Andre, what's good, girl? Gloria, <laughs> we in here, y'all. Y'all coming back? Y'all coming back? We appreciate y'all so much. We appreciate y'all so much. We appreciate the love. <laughs> um, hey, let's let's pin the uh, let's pin the question okay. again, again, real quick, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna pin the question. Um, for some of you all who might be just joining us, um, we we have a question um that we had pinned, and it was around um men and women just being friends and and the possibilities around that if it's possible. Um, but before we went to our break, T. Shaw was. <laughs> before we went to our break, uh, T. Shaw was just talking about um, this. I think you were sort of talking about this I- idea of like men sort of like putting all their efforts into like trying to like bag someone and like the implications of that. Um, and so what what we're gonna really be talking about um, right now is um, J. Cole. I know he's probably not super popular with everyone right now, um, but um, right now in terms of the impact of some of his lyrics lyrics for some of the good songs he's done that aren't sort of <laughs> policing black women's tone. Uh, we we want to talk about that real quick. Mm-hmm. So he has this song called Is She Gonna Pop, right? And um, I'm going to read you all some of these lyrics and then we're sort of going to break them down. But he said, um, I swear if niggas put half in, in, of what they put in chasing ass into a craft, by now you'd be famous and rich, uh-huh. huh? But I get it. You'd rather lay, lay with a woman. We're not going to say what the real word is. Well, you'd rather lay, lay with a woman while you, while you play, play with her privates and you let her play with your privates. <laughs> and, and she thinking she got a first-round pick, huh? Uh-huh. She thinking she, about all the things she can get. Uh-huh. She thinking you got a range for a whip and uh-huh. a fly-ass crew, but it's not that simple because all you've got is a phone full of women, uh-huh. and they just like her. her. Meanwhile, I'm stacking up paper, paper my word. Uh-huh. Have more girls come than a bus driver Ooh. got a full-grown woman want to f my word want to uh, rob my nouns letter suck my, my verbs. verbs now uh. now i think hey. yeah so what, what we were sort of talking about is this idea of men not being uh men sort of having a distinction between thirsty and desperation right mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of men and i've been in this situation uh, before for sure and we talk about it a lot too yeah yeah and it's like this idea of men thinking that you know 
uh, being thirsty is the same thing as being desperate. And what we try to do a lot of times is say, hey, I'm going to rack up as many women and as many bodies as, as I want. And Tisha, I was talking about this this great period of, of life uh, that, that we call our whole phase. Yeah. I personally like to call mine hoetry because I was <laughs> it was like a poetic process of being being a quote unquote hoe and like poetry in motion. Exactly. But but the thing about it was like yes the bodies were stacking and stuff like that but it was like i was getting to learn what i liked what i didn't like why i liked what i why i like what i like why i didn't like what i didn't like yeah, exactly it's the experience that it's the experience that you need right and it shouldn't be looked down upon exactly but it should not be as extended as many men make it out to be <laughs> exactly because i think what happens is we try to put that on a pedestal yes, show was good um and, and what happens is that um a lot of times you know like the the lyrics say all we end up with is a phone full full of women right all we end up with is a phone a phone full of women and like we have no value we haven't worked on our mm -hmm. dreams we haven't worked on our goals and our desires mm -hmm. i remember i saw this video of this one dude who like literally drove to another state so he could get 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 some action at night and like he was almost late to his job that was in a, obviously a different state uh, so like people really be putting everything at risk the risk to like get some action and uh, and and we have to start to unravel why do we have a need to compensate that much and to prove and, and to prove our, ourselves by racking up bodies right yeah. because it goes pat it sometimes it can go past that exploratory whole phase yeah right absolutely. and so what, what, what do you think t man it's hard because like i have also been I've been the I've been one to consider not like not driving to another state, but driving about forty <laughs> minutes away for a girl, and it's like, for what? I didn't go, but it's because I'm lazy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, it's just not. This just not meant to be. So I think that like, man, it's hard. Ugh, it's hard. I, I I don't know if I even have an answer. It's just like, I think that people have to like. Even know, bro. Yeah, I, I really don't. It, I, I think it's tough because I think I think me and T work good because sometimes our approaches are like diametrically like opposite. Yeah. So like I'll be the, I would be the one. I don't know if I would drive to another city because maybe I'd Uber to another place. <laughs> I remember I Ubered to Am Anaheim, man. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh my god. That was so. For those of you who are not from California, Anaheim is like hella far. That's a push. Yeah, and um, I because I thought I was gonna spend a weekend with a woman and like um, it, it just went totally left and Dang. i remember i wasn't upset about the woman i was upset about how much i spent on that uber yeah, yeah but like yeah. i would be the one to jump out the window and do that type of stuff because i'm a, i'm an adventure-based person oh, I like i'll be i'll be i'll be living to the <laughs> to the fullest on on the most reckless level i i low-key i remember i almost um failed my uh qualifying exams like uh sort of fucking around on a sunday um <laughs> during cinco de mayo so like i'll be jumping out the window y'all don't don't be like me like like have have some like order yeah, in your lives yeah. honestly uh because this stuff is not fun i've grown since then um but and i, I think that gets yeah. to j cole's point right that like people put so much energy into like trying to build a roster right right like they they uh finna be gm of the year like they really building uh the next big three like right. But there's no tangible results. You don't get anything from this right. other than like stacking bodies and stacking bodies. And like that's cool and all, but who does that doesn't it doesn't mean anything to anyone else. Right. And I think that that's kind of the the place that I got to. It's like, I mean, yeah, this could be cool, but like what am I getting out of this? And like I guess if you like extra horny then you can. Or if you just like are bored and you don't have anything to do, like it's cool. Like 
you, you get to choose how you spend your time like yeah maybe i'm sitting here watching netflix or maybe i just want to kick it with somebody different things like that but i think that like it gets problematic when you are missing opportunities right. for women and different things like that and it's just like bro you have to start to like prioritize yourself i think that's getting back to like kind of what i was talking about um right before break it's just like people are looking for things and i think they're just looking to like fulfill themselves yeah yeah and it's just like yeah. A little, a little, a little butt, it make you feel good it's for a second. Down. Like you, <laughs> I seen this video on uh, Twitter. I don't know if y'all are on Twitter. I think it might have been on Instagram too. It's like DJ Khaled driving, like he's in a car, he in like a Maybach or something, and he like his chest all out, and he getting hit with the wind, and he like yeah. And it said when you, it, how you feel when you first hit, and it's like that's true. You really feel like the man. Another like, yeah, one. Another one. <laughs> but like that, bless up <laughs> it only lasts so long it's like getting a new car or getting some new shoes or getting something anything new it's like it it only carries a value for so long and then it disappears and then you're empty again and i think that that's what so many men do chasing all these women it's like they're looking for like this fulfillment in themselves um whether it be feeling like a man or just feeling like a person or just feeling loved or different things like that and I think that, like, once you hit, it's like, yeah, but it's just like, then they know that's not what they're really looking for. But it's like, it's deeper than that. And I think it's a deeper conversation. But, like, yeah, I think that, like, there's just, it, I don't know, it is what it is. And, like, people will chase that and not put any time into themselves. I think that's what I'm really getting at is that people don't invest in themselves. They don't invest in people. Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to bring back a phrase that you, that you either brought up uh, last week or uh, two weeks before. But you said that, and y'all, because some of y'all are, are uh, this is your first time being on our IG Live. And y'all haven't heard this phrase. But I paused for, like, two hours when I heard this phrase. He said, sometimes people use other people to like masturbate with mm -hmm. so like so t basically said and, and correct me if i'm wrong t because i want you to describe this too yeah. but like sometimes men you use women and it's almost like this selfish process process it's almost like you're using a woman for masturbation absolutely and and it's and it's this idea of like i don't care about anything you have to offer mm -hmm. you're just another body body, body that yeah. i'm using selfishly to yeah. to fill some hole absolutely right and and it, it was really deep will you describe that again man yeah so it's just the fact that like sex is a two-part act right i think it's, it's two people and you're pleasuring each other but i think a lot of women's critiques is that like men are just like that i heard buzzer beater busters uh, oh, <laughs> i thought that that was oh, hilarious but just like in general like that men are just really there to get a nut and to me that is just masturbating with a woman's body it's just like mm. you're just looking for a nut like you're not really trying to engage in sex because sex is like a two-person thing is some people think it's spiritual some people think it's just emotional i mean it's, it's a little all that it's, it's an experience and i think that a lot of people aren't trying to have that experience of right. sex they're just trying to like <clears throat> get it off and it's like <laughs> And I, I, it gets super selfish and it's just like, but that I think is a characteristic of people not valuing people as human beings, but also not valuing themselves. Like to be engaged with somebody like that is to, to show them all of your vulnerabilities in a way. And it's like, some people are just there to get it off yeah no no i i've definitely been that person um <laughs> uh yeah 100%. i mean we've all had yeah honestly. yeah and, and i remember and i think to your point i think that a lot of times and I've, I've even been here like this this in la where it's like oh i'm bored today yeah. and like instead of 
just having that time, that quality time by myself, like working on my dreams, my aspirations, yeah. my goals. Sometimes I'll be like, well, who can I hit up? Bro. Who can I hit up? It is, it feels have y'all been good, in that situation? Right? Yeah. Like tell us, have y'all been in that situation where like boredom is, is your way is sort of like your excuse and your gateway into like masturbating with someone else's body. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. has like, how does boredom sort of impact you when, when it comes to sort of dealing with other people and using other people, um, just for like quick sexual gratification you yes. know what i'm saying because uh, I, I think that that's a really big thing it's like we get bored i don't care about you but like oh. i'll have nothing to do but like why don't you have anything to do yeah there because there's something else you could be doing it goes back to our quote in the beginning like around health is being wealth and like being able to invest in yourselves like people invest so much in other people even if it's temporary right. um it's it's yeah but you can be spending time to invest in yourself long term right right exactly and, and like that's one of those sacrifices that you might have to give up is like getting that quick little nut like you got you got some hands you got some you got some, there's some there's some objects and some services and some products that are geared toward that but you want to use another person yeah and, and it's crazy i remember et the hip-hop preacher he's a motivational speaker and he was like he was hey, talking to a, yeah yeah he was talking to this room full of men he was just like y'all can't give up women for six months and i was like hell no i couldn't get i don't know if i'm built for that but then i'm just like why right and ladies you can apply this to yourself too yourselves too like do you feel like something because i know some of the women are saying like you know they're guilty they hit them with the yeah, hey, hey big, big head, head. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and um i, I think that we we can all sort of feel like man like dang i'm i'm bored i can't i can't imagine not talking to someone who wasn't great for me for six months yeah. right like i i just want to entertain people i've already explored and now this is not even about exploration anymore. This is just like, I'm bored. Like, cause like, I'm not learning anything new from this person that I hit up every yeah. Tuesday at, at 730. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that that's something that we want to encourage you all to think about. And we want to hear, hear from you all. Like, why do people um, use, use others use others when when they're bored right for the sex or sexual gratification um but yeah. i think another thing that we that we sort of want to talk about is this idea of all right so let's say i'm chilling i'm at at the house right mm -hmm. and i am not looking for someone who, someone who's like um that I, that's on my board hit up so i can yeah. mess with list yeah. i have real women friends mm -hmm. right how do I, like, what should I expect from a friendship with these women? Like, yeah. how do I sort of get into that mode? How can you be a better friend? And yes. like, what are we looking for in friendship too? I think that's a good question too. Like, exactly. what are y'all looking for in friendships? Like, how do you know if a friendship is worth it? Because I think that that's another point. It's like, we talked about how men and women can just be friends with somebody, but just to kind of put you in their pocket for some romantic favors later. later. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And it's like we've gotten a sense of that too, like how people kind of like interact with us. So it's like my question becomes, how do you know if a friendship is genuine? Like, what are we looking for? What kind of characteristics are we looking for? What kind of values are we looking for? Damn, that, that's that's a really good like, question. What do you need in a friendship? Um, this is how I know I'm loved, right? Okay. So like when the quarantine happened, obviously you're not seeing everybody and whatever. But like my real friends were the ones who checked up on me. And was just like, oh my gosh, like we should do a Zoom party. Yeah. We should do like I know I can't see you like I normally would be able to, yeah. but I need you to know that I'm still thinking about you and I'm gonna go out of my way yeah. to hang out with you. So like that makes like if someone checks up on me because i'm not one of those i'm not i'm not the type of friend 
who is going to talk to anyone every day or anything like that. Yeah. Like my, my mom, my, my brother, shout, shout out to you, you, bro. I see you on there. Um, my mom, my mom and my brother, I love more than anybody on planet earth. And I don't talk to them every day. Yeah. So for me, I don't do that. But when, when the chips are down and when you need someone to support you, that's, I'm going to be there. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to make those sacrifices. I'm definitely that person too. Right. But when quarantine happened and I had friends say, Ashton, I'm thinking about you. Let's let's meet up on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. That's when I was like, damn, that's a friend. That's real. That's a friend, right? Yeah. So what about you? I think I agree with that. I think that, but I, I can't limit my thing to that because I'm the same person as you, right? I don't often think to do that. Now, if somebody does, I've gotten in a habit, especially since quarantine, if somebody kind of crosses my mind, I'll just give them a call. Right. Because it's like, y'all probably not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. So like, what's up? um but yeah i think that like for me um someone that checks up on me someone that um i, I guess it goes to my like love languages like um just having some type of quality time no matter what it is like there's people that i don't really talk to like that um but if they call me we could have a conversation like for like an hour like my uh best friend from middle school like vernon uh vernon it hit me up like i I talk to Vernon every once in a while, like through text. We like exchange texts and different things like that. We're in a group message. Right, right. Um, but like when we talk, we'll sit there and talk for like an hour or like an hour and a half and just like catch up on stuff, just kind of talk about life and stuff. It's like, cause I, I'm not good at the day to day stuff. Like, I, right, right. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I go, I go about a week or so without talking to my mom. And like before, it used to really bother her, but it's just like, I think now she knows that I'm not really built like that. Like, exactly. And that's okay. And I think that, like, my mom and my sister are like, oh, have you talked to Tristan? It's like, no. Nah. And then it's like, but I've gotten out of the habit of that being two or three weeks. Now right, it's just right, like exactly. about a week. It's like, okay, I haven't really talked to him. Like, let me give him a call. Or at least let's exchange a series of text messages so, like, they know kind of where I'm at and what I'm doing. Um, but, yeah, I think that, like, quality time, words of affirmation or ways that I kind of feel, like, love. Like, just people, like, kind of reaching out and be like, oh, I'm proud of you or different things like that. Like, Bruh, I appreciate you, man. Like <laughs> uh, stuff like that means a lot. So um, I think that's how I know um, when I'm loved. But also like people that show up, like people that show up to the uh, to Bruin Black, like right. That's how I know I'm loved because it's like y'all really will sit here and listen to me talk. Like that's crazy to me, um, and I appreciate that too. It, it means a lot. Like I think just being supportive because I, I think because I will like yeah I might not talk to y'all every day but like if y'all got an event going on i'll be there right if you got a presentation i'll be there if you got a uh if you on an interview i'll be there like that's exactly if you need somebody to read over your essay i got you like because i'll make time for different things like that because that's how i kind of spend my day doing i'm not gonna check up on you like that like that like i hope you're good and if you need something i got you but like right exactly that's and, how I function. And, and i and i think that you, you and i from like the friend the friends of ours that aren't mutual that i've seen of seen, seen of yours like are strong powerful people and it's like they don't necessarily you don't necessarily think in your mind oh they need someone to check up on them every day yeah. like my friends are popping like they're successful yeah. they're doing their thing but they know that when it's time when they need some help when they need some support yeah bam or like uh kenny 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 is one of, one of my best friends and he'll send me opportunities and he'll send me things like that like because he knows who i am he knows what my that's dreams love. are yeah and he'll love. send me stuff like the first time i was ever on ever on uh tv it was because kenny put me on to an opportunity you know what i'm saying so it's just like it, when you have friends who who also like love you and check up on you like that that's cool but see now teach y'all what i what i want to try to get at too because we're talking about men and women just being platonic friends is 
what does that look like like mm. like ladies and, and i, I want to hear from the ladies and the fellas like when you have a platonic friend of the opposite sex what does a true genuine i'm not trying to save you in my pocket for for a rainy day type friendship look like what does that look like for y'all because because I, I think that can be sort of tough to figure out too i think those are just open right i so i actually had a friend that came into town um we got closer through elder right um right. it's a white woman I don't really know many white women like that, but it's one of Elda's close friends. And yeah. like, she's been, she's came out to LA and visited us a few times and we got real close. So she was like, oh, I'm in LA, but Elda's not here. She was like, but Tris, I still wanna hang out with you. I was like, oh wow, like this is lit. So shout out to Emily. Yeah. She came through and we just like kind of kicked it. We just talked about a bunch of different stuff. We talked about like the social political climate. Um, we watched a show. She brought a joint, so we smoked a little bit, and we just was really chilling. Like, Chilla, yeah, yeah. I was like rolling out. I was like, look, I'm finna like. I was like, when I smoke, I like need to stretch and shit. So I'm, I'm a uh, roll out. She was like, cool, and we was just laughing about stuff, watching TV, and it just was chilling. Like, and I think that like for me, it like that. I don't know. It's just genuine. It's just stress free. It's like I don't have to worry about stuff. I don't have to think about stuff. Like you're not looking for nothing else is just open like we can talk about stuff and i think that like with a lot of people like i don't, I don't know you it's hard to kind of gauge what people's motives is but when people are just open and just like it's just kind of free-flowing love that's right. it makes it easy for me exactly exactly and, and, and show was saying like you know you don't want to you don't you don't have to gender it or or, or sex exactly. it exactly right? i think that's really what it is yeah yes yeah, like and, and uh to to your point to your point show like it's it's one of those things where it's like me me and T have have some great conversations, but if I can if I find a woman that I can have that those same type of conversations with, and it's like, but I'm not trying to do anything with her. She's not trying to do anything thing with me. Then like that's that's where it gets lit, yeah. right? And oh, okay, and D so yeah yeah so D was talking about this idea of a brother and sister type relationship. Like yeah. you family, like you feel yeah. like family, right? So yeah. when I so when I think and I'll mention real names. So like <laughs> like with you and other like brother and sister like that's family that's like blood you know what yeah, I'm no, that's really some family shit like we really fight like we're family too like right right but it's like but it's like i know that like you wouldn't let anyone talk crazy about her or do nothing mm -hmm. crazy to her because you mm -hmm. go to war for her you know yeah, what i'm saying exactly right and so yeah. and so you and creating those those types of dynamics is so important so but one thing i want to i want to sort of throw out into the bucket too is well what is that distinction between like oh we, we're not gonna date we're just gonna be friends versus like oh we're not gonna date and we're just gonna be acquaintances or we're just gonna be cool but never speak again because there are those two mm. like we're not gonna act like those gray areas don't exist where yeah. it's like oh we could just be friends it's like girl we we never gonna speak again yeah. or like boy we never gonna speak again like yeah. so when do you know it's like that oh um oh oh and this is good good say we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that what she saying? so like kim so people being best friends but folks thinking they had a fling oh right right which i feel like i deal with that a lot all like, the time it's like people always like oh are y'all together i'm like bro you don't know me if you think we together because you don't have me on instagram like the thing is like i guess if you just like oh y'all always together like but like if you ever see us like interact as not even slightly kind of close to romantic it's, like is there but but like no no but for real because I, I was i think i was probably talking talking to you about that at some point but that's before i got to know you yeah, right yeah exactly. so it's like it's it's the real thing that happens because it's like both of y'all popping you know what i'm saying yeah. both, both of y'all nice looking people yeah. so people just put y'all together together like y'all together oh y'all must be together it's like 
home. And, and, we and live in a two bedroom. And it's like, it, but it's, it's it's also because like sometimes friendship chemistry can be confused with romantic chemistry, uh, that's right? True, that's so true. So it's just like, oh, like da 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 da, and then it, it it gets so complicated because you would want a partner to act like your best friend. That is, you know true. what I'm that saying? That is true. That right? is very true. So then it gets complicated, mm, right? So yeah. take thanks for bringing that up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's it's wild it's really wild so how do you how how it, uh, over time have you tried to mitigate those types of perceptions with elder i think that like i don't know like i don't think i actively need to do it because it's like if you look at it then you can tell that it's very platonic there's right. no like we don't even really interact like physically like that like me and elder like kind of hug sometimes very rarely um but like I don't know it's weird it's weird like we're just very like we're not even close in proximity like that like there's sometimes she'll put like her head on my shoulder or something like that but like I don't know that just is what it is like <laughs> so I, I guess I don't know I don't know how you like one would mitigate that I just think that like if you sit there and watch the relationship then you would know um but yeah and, but it be, but it becomes a difficult thing because i would imagine it doesn't even just have to be elder like yeah, i know i know yeah. i've been connected with people people back in my younger days and they'd be like oh ashton are you and such and such together because we're together all the time that's uh, one of my really good friends and i'm yeah, like yeah yeah not no uh, not necessarily uh, no or not let me not say that no not at all not <laughs> i'm not trying to get anyone in trouble or anything like yeah, that yeah. um but I think that can be it can be hard to mitigate and I think it this, is but I, I think that like you said you don't necessarily stress about it you just yeah. clarify it yeah exactly think, if somebody asks it's like oh. right and I think show was saying that earlier like just be direct just yeah. ask if you feel like if you if you're trying to talk to someone and you feel like I'm their best friend then like just come to me and ask and I'll tell you what's yeah. up you know absolutely I think that's kind of what Alex was getting at earlier today too that like just be direct about stuff yeah because I, I think that like so me and Charlotte we're like super close friends like right. during the program it's like because we're in the same program we spend a lot of time together we're in the same classes i think that some people assume that we were together like there was more going on and it's like no we just hella cool like she had and i think that's the thing is just i think it's hard when it's like a man and a woman because it's like oh why would they be so close otherwise but it's just like right she supports me and i support her it's just like i want her to do well in the program she wants me to do well in the program we got the same classes and stuff like we're gonna spend time together we're gonna talk a lot because it's like you especially because you get to know someone too right and this is like i never had any romantic interest in her but it was just like i had an interest in her as a person and succeeding and she had the same thing for me and it's just like that it was just super nice to have that and i think that that's when that's how i value a friendship like you have my back and I have yours because I give people my undying loyalty. And it's right. like, if I feel like you're giving me some loyalty too, then it's just like, I got you. Well, but, but see what you talked about, I think that's the issue. It's so, why would they be friends otherwise? Yeah. It, that's the thing. And that, I think yeah. that that's what makes, that's what can make people so upset. It's sort of like this idea of a man and a woman, someone wants something that's beyond friendship. Yeah. And it's just, sometimes it's like, nah, like we just mad cool. And like, I actually talked to this woman about her relationships. Yeah. She talks to me about mine. I think that's how I know when things are very platonic. Cause it's like, there's sometimes I'm like, I don't know if they like me. I don't, cause nah, I, I just get very weird about things sometimes. Cause people aren't very direct. And it's just like, nah. I'm very perceptive too. So I'm like, oh, are you getting at me? Like some things are very suggestive, but it's like, if you're talking to me about, like your relationships and different things like that and i guess i think that's what gets to sh what she was talking about yeah. and um 
your man D too because it's just like it, it gets very brother sister it's like oh then we're open I think that's what I meant by open it's like right. you are willing to share with me the same stuff that you would be sharing with like your girls or your like anybody else like you're just treating me like any other friend would like there's no like hiding other stuff like there's no like nah, I guess hiding is a bad word but like omitting some stuff like because if you were getting at somebody you wouldn't tell them things that you think would put them, them yeah from like pursuing you unless you're the type of person who's just like if you can't handle all of it all of it i don't want i don't want to be with you because i want i'm the type of person who puts it all out on the table that's true let, that let is me, true let me say this um there's no and, monolith for anything that's right crazy. exactly and and what i'll say is um obviously I'm, i won't mention names but I do have women friends who like I have had interactions with and the way that like we're still friends to this day is because we were openly on super open, super honest, even if that that was hurtful. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, so, so um, it's one of those things where if y'all are feeling each other, but you're feeling someone else more, if you're feeling each other feeling each other um but it's just not the right time like yeah. i've had some of the, some of my best women friends who i have done things with have told me things that i did not like to hear that i did not want to hear about our mm -hmm. situation and it was like yes we're good friends and like we're going to be friends before anything else but yes we have messed around in x y and z and but you know what we kept things honest and open with each other 100 percent of the time yeah. so like there are some great spaces, y'all, because we're like, like T just said, there's not a monolith for anything. There's some people who they are really good friends and they've done stuff before. So, yeah. and that's and that's and that's where some of y'all really get in trouble, right? <laughs> so, like, we, you know, so I think, like, show just said, you know, <laughs> show we, we don't even have your biography, don't Ain't <laughs> no one get the biography. Look, but I, but I think, but I think show, show makes a great point this idea of super open and honest transparency transparency that's the word the word of the day because that's the thing because like when someone's really your friend you can be like hey like yeah we did mess around yeah. i like this person though like yeah. i'm really in love with this person yeah. so like you either respect that or you don't mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. right so it, it's it gets a, a little a little bit choppy there you know so do yeah man um uh, so uh, as I guess I guess we're gonna gonna start start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, but but you know if you have any questions or any more comments that you want to say, please uh, shoot us a DM at Bruin Black. Um, uh, we we want to sort of continue the conversation on this idea of men and women just being friends. Like, yeah. how does that look? Like, what what should it look like? What are some of the things that we didn't talk about in that area that you feel like we should have that we should put forward mm -hmm. uh, moving forward? And um, like, how you think that men and women can start being better friends, more platonic friends, more transparent friends for other people? Yes, goodness gracious! Because I, I know I, that's still a struggle sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think I do well with it but i think that like i have so many women friends and I, like the closer i get to them there's a a lot of assumption it's like oh y'all go together and it's like no oh, we just be bullshitting like yeah. but it's hard for other people to tell that from the outside oh okay yeah and, and sorry one, one more thing too i think that people also like let's let's talk about it from a very i guess superficial perspective too just real quick mm -hmm. sometimes that person that you thought like would friend zoned you that can also be a blessing in disguise sometimes because sometimes what happens is that um, you can you can find yourself in a situation where that person because 
you were so, you're such a great friend for for the, for them and you're so genuine to them they can put you they might introduce you to your next Man. partner they might introduce you to your next hus- husband or wife a letter of reference right and um, and a that's something letter to, recommendation exactly and i think that that's something that's something to think about too maybe putting you on right boy, that's the best stuff right and maybe it's not your future you know husband or wife but maybe it's your future job maybe it's your future x y and z mm-hmm. and, you, and like people have so much to offer that goes beyond what their bodies can offer absolutely right right and so we we want you all to sort of continue to think about those things as well because it's super super important um but yeah tisha is there anything else that we sort of we want to get into around men and women being platonic friends i don't think so i just think that we have to think about um moving forward like i think a lot of a lot more women appreciate friendship um from men and yeah. I think that, like, especially in this climate of, like, sexual assault and different things like that, I think men have to start thinking about how they can be better friends and in a way that, that can protect women. Right, and right. Where it's yeah. not like they're looking for different things and things like that. Yeah, yeah, because what, what we will say is that, you know, women are expert in their own life experiences. And, yeah. like, women, fellas, you know, truth be told, they can see right through it. Oh, absolutely. And, and why is that? Because they've been dealing with it their whole lives, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, to Tisha's point, it's sort of like, look, look. If you're if you're gonna be a friend with friend to someone, be a be a friend. Be a if friend. That, and if that's not your intentions with some with, with people, sometimes it's better to just leave them alone. Like Shell said, just mind your business. Right? Keep it two Virgils. You feel me? Right, Keep right. Keep it two Virgils. Keep it one honey. Exactly, exactly. And so, with that said, um, we we just we want we want to continue to push people, and especially the fellas, you know, because we, we being fellas, I, I want us I want us to continue to push fellas who 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 look like us, who are who, who are who are doing doing the things that we're doing, like mm-hmm. continue to push yourselves to be a better a better male friend to your woman friends i don't care how bad they are how successful yes. they are how cute they yes. are how sexy they are like they're human beings first yes let's start with the human being things and then if it ever develops into yes. some relationship stuff let's we, we can explore that then yeah, you know? and be direct if that's what you want let them know so they know how to gear their relationship towards you exactly exactly because i think i think what we've learned learned today is that transparency like really does and can help save all <laughs> like right talk that talk bro. right talk that talk um and so like like we said before uh keep the conversation going hit us up in our dms at brewing black um you can hit us up on instagram twitter we're on twitter now too we're on anchor we're on spot is there something Spotify. that we're not on we trying to get on this apple podcast we're gonna be there in a few weeks i i, I rest assured yes we'll be there it's coming y'all it's coming um but with that said we want to um as, as we're wrapping up we want to do our spotlight um and every week we try to give credit to uh a person or organization mm-hmm. or an entity that's doing great things in the community um so right now I want to give a shout out to none other than Miss Karita Brown. She's Ooh. a yes. She was a former professor at UCLA. She was actually a mentor for uh, the Bunch Scholarship Program or the Bunch Research Program um, that that um, sort of engages young black scholars and allows them to present their work at different conferences and really create a, a super awesome scholarly experience for them. Um, from what I knew knew about her um, or know about her, she's an, an incredible scholar. Um, she's engaged. She's a great mentor. Yes. Um, and 
she just joined the Lakers as a director of racial equality in action. Um, right. So Ooh. right, right. And so okay. the, the Lakers are putting their money Dr. where their Brown. mouth is. Dr. Right. Brown. Exactly. They're putting their money where their mouth is and they're create they're creating positions um to get it systemic. Yes. They're not changing names of anything. They're yes. they're getting at systemic issues, basic yeah. human rights issues. Uh. Shout right. out to the Lakers. Shout yes. out to the Lakers. They doing good work. Yes. Like Bron, he got his own school and stuff. They they ahead of the game. They're doing more than the US government is, low key. Oh, oh man. I mean, you there's no lie there. There's no lie. There's no lie there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we we wanted to give a, a special shout out to to Karita Brown or Dr. Brown. Um Dr. Brown, we love you. Uh, yes. we and we and we want to say congratulations on your your accomplishments and we know that they got the right person um in there and I know you're going to do some great work for the city of Angels, Absolutely. otherwise known as LA. Absolutely. Hold it down for the Black Bruins. That's it. That's it. So with that being said, uh T-Shaw, how do we like our coffee? Black. Yes, yes. And then we like our coffee like we like our what? Women. Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, we love y'all. Um, for those of us, if those of you all who are listening on Spotify, be sure to check us out at Broom Black on Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, we're we're there on YouTube. We're we're gonna we're there on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook. Just and, and we're on Twitter. So basically everything. Yes, sir. everything. You know what yes. I'm saying? We're building. We're growing. Yes. So stay with us. We gonna have a little empire in a little bit. That's it. That's and we it. We respect everybody that's joined that has been a part of this movement from the jump it's gonna keep getting better we talk about this every day we yeah. figure out just little the little tricks the little tricks to make us a little bit better um i think next week uh so this week we're on um scholar p's uh ig next week we'll be on mine um we'll kind of bounce back forth a little bit yeah. as the brewing black page grows um but yeah check us out stick with us stay with us and we gonna be rocking with y'all and keep bringing y'all the hits that y'all want yes yes like yeah we're uh t shaw has been putting up the clips on on spotify and i'm gonna i'm gonna or the videos on on spotify i'm gonna be sending y'all more clips throughout the week because this content is 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 really gold i I feel really good about it and y'all have been engaging so much today yes we love it we appreciate it we don't take it for granted yes Uh, the the show like y'all make the show honestly y'all questions y'all commentary it builds the show in a way that we can't even foresee and it keeps it genuine it keeps it fresh it keeps it just uh, yeah beautiful exactly and and i think and once again um if any of these conversations like hit hit a chord or strike a chord with you and you feel like other people will benefit from it when we post the stuff on instagram be sure to share it out yes sir. um yeah yeah be sure to share it out and, and let and let other friends know and then invite them to come on um, on brewing black you know mm-hmm. we're we're a very loving team you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and we can disagree disagree but we can we can go and have a great conversation you know Absolutely. what i'm saying we might take calls at some point too or we yes. might have people join the ig and give us their perspectives if that's what y'all want to do exactly exactly so with that being said we love y'all yeah, we thank y'all and we will see y'all next week thank Peace. you Peace. brewing black brewing black